What you think, you see, and you ultimately become. Think better, live better. Welcome to the Think Better, Live Better podcast. We're your hosts, Mark and Angel Chernoff, New York Times bestselling authors and creators of the popular blog, Mark and Angel Hack Life. Today's episode is titled, How to Stop Feeling Overwhelmed by Everything on Your Plate. We all have days, weeks, months, and for some of us, even years of feeling anxious and overwhelmed with the work we have yet to do. It's an elusive feeling that aches from deep within. From the outside, people think you have it all together, but they can't see what's going on in your head. Stress fills your thoughts and emotions all too often, nagging at you throughout the day. You have so many things to do and they never seem to get done. You always feel a day late and a buck short. The pressure is intense and it's overwhelming. Consider an email that I got recently from a course student named Gail. I'm sharing this with permission. The older I get, the harder it is to feel peaceful and successful. I'm a wife and a working mom of two. I know I'd feel happier and more effective if my family and I didn't have so many extracurricular activities. But we do. I have a weekend job where I teach and lead a youth group my daughter is enrolled in. I help my husband coach our son's soccer team. I lead a prayer group at my church, and the list goes on and on. Right now, the only way to get everything done is to sleep less and hustle more. But I've noticed that I feel sick and I can't really do things well when I haven't gotten enough sleep. And I want to take care of my health as well. So I've been sleeping eight full hours for the last few nights, and inevitably, now I'm terribly behind on everything again. I can relate all too well because that's exactly how Angel and I felt before we started simplifying our lifestyle. We were literally being pulled in dozens of different directions every day and never had enough time to get everything done. Naturally, we wanted to do a great job with each obligation we had, and somehow we had convinced ourselves that we could do it all. But the reality was we were stretched way too thin, and thus, we were doing a really lousy job at everything and completely stressing ourselves out in the process. So to Gail and everyone else who feels this way, here's the harsh truth you've been avoiding. You cannot do it all. Your plate is too full. You have to let some things go. Unless you want your health to decline and your stress to continue to skyrocket, you must start doing three key things. Number one, decide what you would put back on your plate if you could wipe it clean. Our lives get incredibly complicated not overnight, but gradually. The complications creep up on us one small step at a time. Today, I order a few things on Amazon. Tomorrow, someone gives me a birthday present. Then I get excited and I enroll in a free giveaway at church and I win. So then I decide I need a new six-foot cabinet to store my growing pile of stuff. One item at a time, the clutter builds up in my space because I keep adding new things without purging the old. And the cycle continues in all walks of life too. To say, today I say yes to a Facebook party invitation. Tomorrow I say yes when a neighbor asks me to help move a couch. Then I get asked to a quick lunch meeting. Then I decide to volunteer at my son's youth group. One yes at a time and soon my life is too busy and complicated and I don't know where I went wrong. And because I'm feeling stressed, I distract myself. I read a couple articles on CNN, then I flip over to social media, 
then my email, and then I check my phone and watch a video of my baby niece that my sister texted. And soon, another day is gone. I didn't get anything done. And my life gets eaten away one little bit at a time. And I feel overwhelmed with what's left undone. How do we protect against this vicious cycle? We have to take a step back on a regular basis and reevaluate what we have on our plate and why. Instead of thinking, oh my gosh, there's too much on my plate. Let's ask, what if I started over again with a clean plate? What would you do if your schedule was empty? If your plate were completely clean with limited space, what would you put on it today? For me, I might add some quiet, focused writing time play time with my son, exercise time, and tea time with Mark, a long lunchtime walk and a good afternoon talk with an old friend I haven't spoken to in a while, a couple short activities that matter to me and make a difference to others, reading and learning time, and time alone to think, meditate, and unwind before bed. Those are the things I'd put on my clean plate. And now those are the things I do have on my plate because they feel right to me. What would you choose to put on yours? Once you've figured that out, you know what belongs on your plate. And now you just need to constantly look at invitations and activities and requests and tasks that pop up and ask, is this one of the things I would choose to put on my clean plate? And to help reinforce your decisions, you need to... Number two, learn to say no when you don't want something new on your plate. Saying yes to everything puts you on the fast track to being miserable. Feeling like you're doing busy work is often the result of saying yes too often. We all have obligations, but a comfortable pace can only be found by properly managing your yeses. So stop saying yes when you wanna say no. You can't always be agreeable. That's how people take advantage of you. Sometimes you have to set very clear boundaries you might have to say no to certain favors or work projects, community activities, or committees, or volunteer groups, or coaching your kids' sports teams, or some other seemingly worthwhile activity. And I know what you're thinking. It seems unfair to say no when these are very worthwhile things to do. It kills you to say no, and yet you must. Because the alternative is that you're gonna do a half-hearted, poor job at each one, be stressed out beyond belief, and feel like you're stuck in an endless cycle of failure and frustration. You won't be getting enough sleep. Your focus will get worse and worse due to exhaustion, and eventually, you'll reach a breaking point. So remember, the only thing that keeps so many of us stuck in this debilitating cycle is the fantasy in our minds that we can be everything to everyone, everywhere at once, and a hero on all fronts. Again, that's not reality. The reality is we're not Superman or Wonder Woman. We're human and we have limits. We have to let go of this idea of doing everything and pleasing everyone and being everywhere at once. You're either gonna do a few things really well or do everything poorly. That's the truth. And that's a perfect lead-in to the next point. Number three, focus on no more than three core things every day. You might have more than three things on your plate, but that doesn't mean you should try to chew on them all at once. In fact, in a perfect world, you'd find complete focus and do only one thing well for a prolonged period of time. You'd pick one really important item from your plate, say no to all the rest, and focus on just this one thing. 
This might be a project at work, a family obligation, or a charitable cause, but just one thing. You'd learn to do it well. You'd improve more and more every day. You'd serve people exceptionally with your masterful skill, and you wouldn't be stressed out with juggling obligations. However, that's not the way life works. In most cases, we can't pare things down to one thing. So that's why you pick two or three. After coaching hundreds of people over the past decade, Mark and I have found that the average person can do two or three things well every day, and one thing really well. With two or three focuses, you won't be as concentrated, won't learn as deeply, but it's doable. With four or five focuses, you won't do anything well or learn anything deeply or serve anyone exceptionally, and you will be stressed out. So start paring down to do two or three things. Wake up every morning and figure out what the most important two or three things are for the day and cut out the rest. Be ruthless. Address your other obligations right then and there and tell the associated people that you really want to help, but your plate is full. You can't serve them well today, so regretfully, you must say no. And when you're down to two or three things, it's best to give each some allotted time. So a few hours for one, and then a few hours for another. Instead of being in a stressful task-switching state of mind, just take your next task, let everything else go, and just be in the moment with this one task for the allotted time. Do this, and you will notice a difference. Because life is not complicated. We are complicated. When we stop trying to do everything at once, life becomes simple again and we become successful again, one sane moment at a time. So the idea of doing maybe just three things a day, three core things a day might seem extreme to some people, <laughs> right? And I know we've mentioned this on other episodes too. There's a halfway point though, between there's a happy medium between where you are and, and the ideal, right? Angel and I, it's taken us a while to really wake up and have just a few core focuses of our day. And these are core focuses. So this doesn't mean we only do three things in a day. It means that we have like a, just a few really core focus points. So one of the focus points would be coaching clients. One of those focus points would be dedicated time to writing. And another focus point is clear time for our family, right? So those are three core focus points. There's little activities and various things that fit into those focus points, but those are the focus points. Um, and we try not to overextend ourselves beyond much beyond that. Um, you know, th that would be my challenge for anyone listening is to figure out, you know, if you are feeling utterly overwhelmed on a regular basis with everything that's on your plate, all the things surrounding you, um, pare down. Like what is truly important? What are the core focus points that you need to be attentive to? And, and dial more into those, letting some of that other stuff that maybe even is seemingly worthwhile, let it go. Mm -hmm. like you've got you've to be willing to do that. Yeah, willing to say no. And then, you know, like you just mentioned, like if you're taking two to three tasks that you're going to complete for the day, assign an allotted time, a specific amount of time to complete the task and maybe even a location. You know, Mark is wonderful at saying, hey, I'm going to go to a, the library to complete this one task and I am not allowed to leave the library until this task is completed. And so that way he's able to associate a location and time with one 
job he has to get done. And that's helped tremendously, right? That forces you to get the job done, get the task done at hand. You're not putzing around on something else. You're not trying to do another activity because you've made this boundary in your head that I have to complete this task before I'm allowed to leave this location. So you have a certain amount of time and you have a location and it's helped. Yeah. I mean, this is a riff on this idea of theming a day, right? So, I mean, one way to eliminate kind of your overwhelm is to know that on, you know, let's say Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays for us would be writing time, right? Where we're dedicating to writing. So I'm not overwhelmed by the idea that I should be, um, you know, updating my social media accounts or I should be working with clients. Like, Like I have specific times for each thing. Location is another one, yes, that I've used to create success. Now, that might not be as relevant to somebody maybe in a corporate environment, um, but I still think it can be useful. Um, when, I, when I worked in corporate America, I would go into a, a um, meeting room to get certain tasks done. I would leave my office and go into a meeting room to get certain tasks, and I knew that in that meeting room, certain things happened, and there were also certain things I did not do there, right? So By moving myself to a location and saying this is the task for that location, I'm in turn removing kind of the mental overwhelm of all the other things on my plate. While I'm in this environment, this is the thing I'm doing, and I'm not leaving this environment until this specific thing is done. Mm -hmm. And so it helps me get that thing done, but it also helps remove the distraction and overwhelm of the other things that I might have going on. Mm -hmm. Um, it's It's kind of like a little life hack that's worked for me. And it's, I definitely recommend it to others. Yeah. I mean, the feeling of overwhelm, it creeps up on us and it's there. And so when we give ourselves permission to say no to obligations that don't matter and then take action on the one to two important things that do and we see progress, it really does help us slowly feel better about what we're accomplishing and what we have to complete. Exactly. And if you're interested in finding out more about this topic, check out our website at marketangel.com. Remember, what you think, you see, you ultimately become. Think better, live better. Live better.